TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. As everybody knows, uh, there is a storm that uh, has begun and threatens to get worse. And that's why I'm joining my colleagues today uh, here. Let me introduce the team who's in front of you. We're joined by our great Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul. We have County Executive Mark Polencars, who you'll hear from in a moment. We have Mayor Byron Brown, who you'll hear from uh, in a moment also. New York State DOT Commissioner, Department of Transportation Commissioner Paul Karras. We have Head of the State Emergency Management Michael Kopey. We have New York State Parks Commissioner uh, Ken Kulaside. We have the Public Service Commissioner Executive Deputy Tom Congdon. New York State Police Major Kennedy. Erie County Legislator Bruno and Tim Myers. The uh, snow is on its way, as anyone who has a window or looked outside knows. Uh, preparation is everything in a situation like this, as we know, because we've been through it before. We issued a number of road bans yesterday that are still in effect. I-190, 290, 480, US 219 from Peters Road, New York 5, 179, 190, the throughway from exit 46 to the Pennsylvania line. The Skyway we closed last night at 8 o'clock because of basically zero visibility from blowing snow. Uh, and this, today at noon, we will close I-81 from Canada to I-90. Uh, Western New York, we anticipate about 11 inches of snow on the ground now, total of about 24 inches. But there's a wide variance because these snow bands are very narrow. So uh, Niagara, parts of Niagara, you can be looking at just three to six inches of snow. So uh, there'll be a wide variance of the amount of snowfall. It's not just Western New York, it's all across upstate New York. Uh, I spoke to the mayor of Rochester, the mayor of Syracuse. You'll have in Syracuse about six inches of snow, Rochester about eight inches of snow, uh, but they're handling it. The good news in this situation is that downstate New York is not affected as much, New York City and Long Island. That gives us the ability to redeploy personnel and equipment from areas that are not affected. Uh, downstate New York in this situation to help in upstate New York. Uh, Mayor Brown has asked for additional snow plows for the city of Buffalo. They are on their way. Uh, if the county needs additional equipment, we're now in the process of bringing equipment up from Long Island and from New York City. Complicating this situation is going to be what they call the polar vortex. Uh, which will be extremely cold weather. That 
is in and of itself dangerous and should not be taken lightly. It will also compound what the emergency management workers have to deal with. So snowfall is one thing. Snowfall and high winds and uh, sub-zero temperatures is a more complicated situation. And that is what we are preparing for. The polar vortex will be statewide. We're anticipating uh, sub-zero temperatures in upstate New York. Even downstate New York, we're looking at single-digit temperatures. So the cold is going to be all across the state. Put on top of that the wind chill. And again, this is not a situation to be trifled with. One of the things we're going to watch are the power outages. The high winds bring with them power outages. We know that. When you combine that with the sub-zero temperatures, you really have a dangerous situation. And we have the Deputy Commissioner of the Public Service Commission here today. The Public Service Commission, the PSC, regulates the utilities. The utilities have contractual obligations to be able to handle a storm. The PSC regulates them. They get paid for the job they do. The rate payers across the state pay the utilities uh, a very hefty sum. I want the utilities to hear me today. We expect a better level of service than we have been getting from the utility companies in terms of both communication of the problem and resolution of the problem. Communication is important. If we know there are people without power, that is an emergency and something that we can be helpful with. We have temporary generators, et cetera. We have the right equipment to send people to get someone out of a house uh, that has no heat. But we have to know about it, and we have to know about it uh, in a timely basis. In Western New York, we're dealing with National Grid and NYSIG. Uh, NYSIG especially has to do a better job than they've done in the past storms in terms of communicating the number of outages. They should be in the County Oper Emergency Operations Center. And when they know about an outage, we should know about an outage. So we can do what we can to help the people in the home. Uh, in terms of response, we expect the same responsiveness for the rural parts of Western New York as we get in parts. And all too often you've seen a delayed response in the rural areas. I understand they're harder to get to, uh, but uh, as the old expression is, their money is just as green as anyone else, and they're paying their bills, and they demand and they expect service, and we want to make sure they get it. So in this situation, uh, I really do call on the utilities to do a better job than they have done in the past. Uh, but I'll end where I started. Everything is about preparation and uh, being ready for the situation. If you start to get ready once the storm hits, it's too late. And that's why we go to great lengths to spend uh, days in preparation for an event such as this one. And I want to thank the county executive and thank the mayor once again for their partnership. And I want to applaud 
the emergency workers and the responders who go out there, drive those plow trucks, are providing the emergency response. They are putting their lives in harm's way to help people. Uh, it is very tough duty, and uh, we, we all owe them our cooperation. And the way we do that is when the storm is at a dangerous uh, position, we need common sense and we need cooperation. And if you don't have to be on the roads, you should not be on the roads. Let the plows do their work. Uh, the state police are also going to be stepping up their enforcement on the tractor-trailer ban. That is serious. Uh, we have seen that when the tractor-trailer tra ban is put in place, we have fewer jackknife trailers. A jackknife trailer, one jackknife trailer, can close an entire road and can take hours to clear by the time you get the equipment and the tow trucks, etc. Uh, the state police are going to be stepping up their compliance activities. Uh, we are not kidding about the tractor-trailer tra ban and the bus ban. The fines are steep, and you will be ticketed. Uh, and you'll be, uh, I, I anecdotally uh, believe that some tractor-trailer operators are not respecting the ban they should know we're going to enforce that ban. And the state police will be out in full force. With that, I'll turn it over to uh, Mark Poland cars. You'll then hear from Mayor Brown. And uh, once again, I want to say, I know Western New York knows about snow and uh, they can handle snow. But uh, we're looking at something different here now. Uh, this isn't seven feet of snow, but the frequency of these storms and the intensity of these storms are increasing. The combination of snow plus the uh, sub-zero temperatures plus the wind, these are more complicated situations than we've dealt with in the past. And uh, they really are something to be taken seriously by everyone, and not just by the government officials but by the citizens who are there and local officials. Everyone has to do their part, uh, and I'm sure they will. With that, County Executive Mark Poland cars Thank you, sir. Thank you, Governor. And on behalf of the people of Erie County, I want to thank you for your strong commitment to ensuring the safety of our community. Uh, the governor has been out here for many storms. If you know the governor, he's been out to, unfortunately, way too many storms, superstorms, hurricanes flooding across New York State. This should not be the new normal, but unfortunately it is. And I want to thank the governor, his staff, and all the team from New York State for their commitment to ensuring the safety and welfare of our community. Uh, they are he, He's not kidding when he's saying that there's equipment available to be brought here. He has ordered equipment to come here. It will be assisting us uh, through this storm and, of course, any other ones we have in the future. So thank you very much, sir. I want to thank my partners, of course, in government, of course, Lieutenant Governor, our own our own hometown hero uh, who understands the issues that we'll deal with here. So to Lieutenant Governor Hochul, I appreciate your support. To Mayor Brown, of course, uh, we've had tremendous uh, communication between our office as well as his office. Uh, they let us know if they need additional assistance. We communicate to ensure that, like we did yesterday when we closed our offices early, we had a staggered closing, so not everybody left at the same time and therefore clogging up the streets. So I want to thank Mayor Brown and his staff for the good work that they do. 
and the communication that we have to ensure that our community stays open. I'm joined by a number of representatives from Erie County government here today, including our health commissioner, Dr. Gail Burstein, uh, our uh, deputy commissioner for emergency services, Greg Butcher, uh, Chief Scott Jocelyn from the Erie County Sheriff's Office, as well as uh, uh, we have our, our commissioner of public works, William Gary here. Uh, this is a team effort. We work together with our partners in state government and local government to ensure that this community can stay open. As the governor has noted, and we've been noting recently, this is a serious storm. To those of you in the South Towns who are wondering what we're talking about because you really haven't had much snow, uh, this has primarily hit the Metro Buffalo region up to Niagara Falls, uh, and it has affected the northern part of the county and the northern part of western New York, which generally does not get the same amount of snow. I know our deputy commissioner uh, lives in Grand Island, and he was talking about how Grand Island normally doesn't get any of these storms, and Grand Island has been socked by this storm. But to our friends in the South Towns, we want to remind everybody that the snow is anticipated to move south. And as of the National Weather Service forecast earlier this morning, from 7 o'clock this morning till 7 o'clock on Friday, they're anticipating an additional two to three feet of snow may fall south of Buffalo. We're not exactly certain where. So whether that's South Buffalo, Lackawanna, West Seneca, or further south, Hamburg and Evans, uh, the people in the South Towns should anticipate that if they haven't felt the full uh, brunt of the storm yet, they will. And they're going to get it in a, in a way that in some ways the North Towns didn't because the winds are expected to pick up afternoon. We know the wind chill is going to drop appreciably. We were very lucky this morning. The temperature dropped, but the winds weren't that high. So it, it prevented the tremendous near blizzard conditions that we can get, though there were whiteout conditions. Uh, the roads are passable. They are manageable. We can handle one to two inches of snow per hour. If we get to five inches or greater like we did in the new November 2014 storm, that's a totally different situation. Our plow routes usually take two and a half to three hours. So if you're getting five inches of snow per hour and it takes three hours to do the plow route, uh, you're going to have 15 inches of snow back on the ground. But when it's one or two inches an hour, we can handle six inches, seven inches and no problem. Uh, but we are worried because of the extreme cold temperatures, uh, because of the increased wind chill. Our emergency operations center is open on a modified basis. Uh, I know we do have representatives from some of the utility companies there. I echo the governor's concerns with regards to uh, utilities. We have a very good relationship with National Grid. But to my friends in NYSIG, uh, we really do need stronger communication from you in, in, during outages. Uh, we get people that contact us for the most accurate information, and we can't provide it unless we get it back from the utility companies on power outages. I do expect there to be outages as the wind picks up later this afternoon. It is not unheard of for trees to come down, especially in the rural areas, take out power lines, and unfortunately could take out an entire community. Uh, and in these extreme cold temperatures, the last thing we want is people to not have power to their homes, which usually uh, will run their furnaces or their boilers. So it's very important that if power does go out, it be restored as quickly as possible, and we need the full participation from our partners in, uh, in the utilities. As a result of these issues, I know the city of Buffalo has a number of warming centers that are open. Uh, there were shelters that were open last night, including in the, the more southern area of the county, where the rural outreach center had a shelter open on Olean Road in East Aurora. It's my understanding that shelter will continue to operate in the overnight hours, especially considering the, the, the very extreme colds that we will be seeing. As most people know, we announced it last night, uh, Meals on Wheels, uh, the three Meals on Wheels providers for Erie County are not delivering today, and neither are the congregate dining sites open. Uh, if you have a senior that lives next door to you, uh, check on their welfare, see if they have enough food. 
Uh, if you have, uh, we are the city of good neighbors, but that means as a city, we want to ensure that your sidewalks are uh, shoveled. When I drove through the city this morning, I saw a lot of sidewalks that weren't shoveled to the effect that pedestrians were using city streets, which is not safe, especially when the wind blows. And, and unfortunately, sometimes people get hit in that situation. So we ask our seniors, don't go out there and shovel your sidewalk. Try to get someone else to do it. We don't want people to uh, pass of heart attacks, which unfortunately uh, was the primary cause of death in the November 2014 storm. Shovel your sidewalk. Make sure your hydrants are shoveled. Uh, we're getting three to four feet of snow built up on the edge of the roads now with the snow we've had recently. If you don't shovel your hydrant and the fire departments have to respond and they have to find your hydrant and dig it out, that three to five minutes can make the difference between your house burning down and not. So please get out there, make sure you shovel your hydrant, make sure you shovel your driveway. Seniors, don't do it, get a neighbor to do it. There's a lot of people, we are the city of good neighbors to do that. And if we do that and we work together by the end of this storm, on Friday, we'll be back to normal and we'll be enjoying our parks, we'll be enjoying this great snow, we'll be skiing, we'll be tobogganing, we'll be sledding, we'll be having a good time. But the best way to do that is to ensure that we get through the next few days uh, in, in, in the best manner possible, which is use extreme caution. There is a travel advisory in Northern Erie County. I know there's a travel advisory that's been issued for the city of Lackawanna. We are considering extending the travel advisory to Central Erie County uh, as the snows move further south because uh, once you get into one of these whiteout conditions, it can be very dangerous, and we don't want anybody to be in a very dangerous situation. These are not travel bans. They are travel advisory, which means no unnecessary travel and exercise good caution. And uh, with that, I'd like to introduce my partner in government. We work very well during these storms. It's one of the reasons why we get through as quickly as we, we do, and that's our Mayor Byron Brown. Uh, thank you very much, um, County Executive Mark Polencars, for your partnership. I also want to thank Governor Cuomo for being here on behalf of the residents of the city of Buffalo. I also want to thank uh, the governor for his leadership. The governor has put a lot of systems in place uh, to help communities all across the state of New York that are experiencing extreme weather events. I want to thank the governor for being here, as the county executive said. Oftentimes when there's an extreme weather event, not only is the governor here in person, uh, but he is here with resources to help our community. Uh, last night we had a number of plows working around the clock, um, uh, 40 plows from the city of Buffalo. I think there were upwards of 15 plows in the region uh, from the state of New York. I want to thank the governor for that. Uh, as you heard, we have requested additional plows uh, from the state, which the governor has granted. Uh, the reason for that is we want those plows to work in the mains and sec secondaries and hospital routes so that we can keep those important streets open, so that we can get into the residentials and make sure that our side streets are open as well. We have very narrow streets uh, with some of our side streets in the city of Buffalo, island streets, uh, streets that have parking changes. We're asking uh, people to follow uh, the winter parking regulations on your street. Uh, that's extremely critical for us to be able to get into uh, the residential streets. Uh, the county executive talked about partners in, in government. I also want to recognize our Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, uh, who is in the, on the ground in our community, uh, who is there frequently uh, and is um, a conduit uh, of information uh, between state agencies, the governor, and our 
community. So I want to thank the Lieutenant Governor uh, for, for that. Right now, uh, there are six state plows that are working with 45 city plows uh, throughout the city of Buffalo. We have expended 800 tons of salt uh, the last couple of days uh, in the city of Buffalo. Uh, the police report a number of illegally parked cars in the city. Uh, the governor talked about the issue with uh, 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 trucks on the throughway and what a one-truck drag knifing can do uh, to close down um, a, a highway road. Well, one car parked illegally in a residential street can shut down that street and make it impossible for a plow to plow that residential street. I want people to know that, unfortunately, we will be doing mini tows if vehicles are parked illegally so that we can get into the residential streets and make sure those streets are plowed. Our emergency operations center in the city of Buffalo has been open since yesterday morning. The telephone number is 851-5333. Uh, there are three extensions, extension 310, 312, and 313. That number is available for any non-emergency calls or information calls that you might have. Uh, the city's 311 call and resolution center is open and operational as well. Our code blue warming centers are also open in the city of Buffalo. And again, um, I urge uh, residents to not travel unnecessarily. If you don't have to be on the roads, uh, please don't get on the road. Uh, the driving is very difficult uh, and in some cases dangerous uh, with the amount of snow that we do have on the streets. Driving over here, I saw a number of vehicles uh, that were in, in ditches that had gone off the road. So if you do have to drive, exercise caution uh, and drive slowly uh, because this storm is, as the governor said, not to be trifled with. Again, I want to thank Governor Cuomo for his leadership, his support, his participation. That makes it so much easier for us to deal with extreme weather events in the city of Buffalo. Thank you, Governor. Thank you. Any questions for myself or any of my colleagues? Yes. Yeah. The First, the truck and trailer ban and the bus ban, they get prior notice, okay? And we make a point of giving them prior notice. So no one can say, I didn't know, I was already uh, en route. Uh, this was done yesterday, it was done the day before. We contact the trucking associations so everybody knows. Now, you have some truckers, some bus drivers, uh, just like anyone else who believe, well, you know, I want to get somewhere and uh, I'm going to take my chances. It is first not intelligent because if the roads are dangerous, they shouldn't want to be on the roads anyway. And it's also illegal. Uh, I can't tell you how many issues and how many trouble spots are caused by tractor trailers that for one reason or another, are involved in an accident. Uh, so we're not kidding when we say there's a tractor-trailer ban and it's in effect. The state police are going to be deploying more resources. They are all over the roads. They will see you. 
And if you are violating the ban, they will ticket you. There's been quite a number of tickets already issued. And these are very stiff fines and very stiff penalties. And if you have an accident and you incur cause damage to be incurred or costs to be incurred uh, by emergency personnel, you're going to be held responsible. Uh, so the roads we're talking about are major roads. The state police are out on those roads. Local police know about the ban. And it is going to be enforced. And by the way, it makes sense because we've seen in past storms, those are the first vehicles to create incidents and accidents. So it's not hypothetical. We know that the tractor trailers have more of a problem in this type of weather. Buses have more of a problem. And the ban is not, it would be nice if you could. We're asking for your cooperation. It's a law. And if they violate the ban, they violate the law. Uh, my plan for today, funny you shouldn't I had a plan for today, which was I was going to see one of my daughters who fit me into her schedule. Uh, if you are a parent and you have, uh, my daughters are in their early 20s, so they have many important things to do, places to people to see. Last thing they have time for is seeing their old dad. So to get on their schedule is very difficult. I managed to get on the schedule of one of my daughters today, uh, but I canceled that. Uh, and I called her to say I was going to cancel because I was coming here. And she said, well, you, you really take these storms seriously. And I said, you're right. And I thought about it on the way here. You know, we have, we've lost lives in storms like this. So when I say it's nothing to be trifled with, um, I want to make sure we're doing everything we can because they are dangerous. Uh, but I am on full storm duty today. I'm checking with Syracuse. I'm checking with Rochester. You know, we get forecasts, but then the forecasts change. And this forecast, we're looking at very narrow bands of snowfall. So you can have 24 inches of uh, snowfall in Metro Buffalo and much less just 20, 30 miles away. So we're going to watch it as it develops. We deploy resources as it develops. Uh, knock wood, nobody has a serious problem. But if a serious problem develops anywhere in the state during the course of today, uh, I'm going to be uh, mobile and moving around and making sure that we can respond. We're doing that now, but uh, we have hundreds of plows in downstate New York. So whatever the mayor or the county executive uh, need, we can redeploy. Uh, they'll pay for the gas and the tolls and the meals and a slight service charge that we're going to add on to the uh, plow transit. Did I mention that to you? Like you didn't mention yeah, that. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why we have an answer? Yes. <laughs> But whatever they need, we'll be able to provide.
Yeah, it is night and day. The weather forecasting system we're putting in place, uh, because having accurate information is everything, and I understand that weather forecasting is an art form and there's a variance. I made a mistake in, in one storm on, uh, on commenting on the inaccuracy of a weather forecast, and I was bombarded by weather broadcasters all across the country, so I'm not going to do that again. But uh, you get a forecast, you rely on that forecast, but the forecast can change. So the more accurate the forecast, the better. And we're locally putting in our own weather detection system. So we can detect snowfalls, uh, forecast possible floods. You see creeks rising in a certain area. You'll then know that you're going to have flooding downstream. Uh, and that is being put in place. But it is night and day, our systems today, from even uh, five, seven years ago. I can get, I'll get the date for you on the completion. But uh, as the county executive and the mayor were mentioning, we have totally uh, redone our emergency management operation. We have much more equi equipment, much more sophisticated equipment, much better communication between the state, the city, and the county. You never saw this type of coordination in the past, uh, partially because that is the new reality. They talk about the new normal. We are getting more and more storms with a higher level of frequency. That is not a political statement. That is a fact. We did not have hurricanes in the state of New York. Uh, we did not have super storms in the state of New York. We did not have seven feet of snow in Buffalo. That didn't happen. We had snow, but not seven feet of snow. So this is a totally different situation. And we have recalibrated and retooled stateside and the city side and the county side. Uh, one of my gripes with the utility companies, frankly, is I don't believe they have retooled quickly enough. Uh, today, you can't be surprised by a storm. You can't say, well, we were not anticipating that level of severity. After what we've seen, anticipate the worst and be prepared for it and have the personnel and have the equipment because I don't want to hear from the utility companies anymore well, it's the worst storm we've seen in 100 years. I see 100-year uh, storms five times a year now, right? It's just a different reality. So adjust to it. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.